0: Hello, and welcome to the RPS Pharmacine Podcast. I'm Kira Duffy, a member of the English Pharmacy Board. This week, we are joined by Sophie Harding, who's the RPS Pharmacogenomics Lead and an advanced oncology pharmacist. Sophie is currently studying for a doctorate in pharmacy at Aston University. Sophie, it's great to have you here. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Hi, and thanks for inviting me today, Chiara.
0: So today we are discussing what is fast becoming the buzzword in pharmacy for 2022 pharmacogenomics. The RPS recently issued a position statement calling for pharmacists to play a leading role in the pharmacogenomics revolution, which is set to transform prescribing and patient outcomes. Sophie, what is genomics and pharmacogenomics?
1: Genomics is a study of an organism's DNA and how that information is applied, whereas pharmacogenomics is one aspect of genomics, which is the study of how an individual's genetic information or genes determines how that individual will respond to a medicine. So
0: what is your role at the RPS?
1: So my role at the RPS is as the RPS Pharmacogenomic Programme Lead, and I'm leading on objectives around the development of support tools for pharmacy related to pharmacogenomics and ensuring that there's advocacy for the role of pharmacy and pharmacogenomics and professional networking opportunities.
0: Sounds really interesting. Yeah, Are you
1: enjoying the role? I Ooh. am. I'm really enjoying the role. I started back in January, so it's been a, a very different role for me as I, obviously I've worked for the NHS for such a long time and um, so it's working for a different organisation has been really interesting it's been really fast developments over the last few months.
0: A report from the Royal College of Physicians and British Pharmacological Society Joint Working Party has been published titled Personalised medicines using pharmacogenomics to improve patient outcomes.
1: Why is this so important? It brought together stakeholders from all across the UK to really discuss pharmacogenomics. So, inclusion of experts who will set out and, and map the suggestions for how pharmacogenomics should be implemented across the UK and the different aspects of implementation that need to be developed to enable the patient to obviously benefit from pharmacogenomics in the future.
0: So how can pharmacogenomics be implemented in the population?
1: So pharmacogenomic testing is already in use within healthcare, but often more so in specialist areas such as HIV and cancer therapy. There's different approaches to pharmacogenomic testing. There's single testing, which is being used initially at the moment. There's also panel testing where you test a panel of genes. And also in the future, the Genome UK strategy looks at working towards a vision of developing preemptive testing where patients have a pharmacogenomic patient profile which is available within their medical notes for medicines which need to be started or adjusted in the future. So obviously that's the, that's the vision to work towards but implementation is starting off with single testing.
0: What are the key challenges with implementation of pharmacogenomics?
1: The key challenges are really around ensuring that we address all issues with regards to information governance, education of the workforce and also patients and the public. Ensuring there is access to information that's required to to enable healthcare professionals to optimise patients' medicines. And a lot of these aspects of implementation, I actually was involved in on a much smaller scale within a pilot project when implementing DPYD testing within my practice as an advanced oncology pharmacist. Can you explain a bit more about that? In 2020, as an advanced oncology pharmacist, the role I fulfil when I'm not working for the RPS, I was co-lead for the implementation of a pilot project in Wales, based in Valindra Cancer Centre in Cardiff, where I worked alongside medical colleagues to implement a pharmacogenomic test called DPYD into clinical practice. And it's a pharmacogenomic test which can test to see whether a patient is able to tolerate a certain chemotherapy drug or whether the dose needs to be amended or completely avoided. So that was a really interesting project because it did raise a lot of the issues, which will be seen obviously on a far bigger scale when it's implemented within common practice part of pharmacogenomic testing across other all sectors of healthcare. After working on that project, the project was then rolled out across Wales by the All Wales Medical Genomics Service, and we actually won an award for the implementation work in collaboration with between Valindra Cancer Centre and the All Wales Medical Genomics Service. So it was quite an interesting project to work on and obviously really useful to see that then rolled out across Wales.
0: Wow, that's huge impact. So you've touched upon it there that, that pharmacogenomics, as demonstrated with your pilot, impacts prescribing practice. How will pharmacogenomics impact the role of the pharmacist?
1: So within specialist areas, pharmacogenomics has already impacted the role of the pharmacist. So currently within cancer care, for example, pharmacists are checking test results when clinically checking prescriptions and consenting patients within their prescribing role for a pharmacogenomic test as part of the initiating certain chemotherapy cancer treatments. But in the future, the very near future, pharmacists will become involved in pharmacogenomic testing and the use of pharmacogenomic tests across all sectors of healthcare. care, as obviously pharmacists are key professionals on the front line of healthcare care who have a big impact on patient care and a significant role in optimising patients' medicines. In the Netherlands, pharmacists are involved in primary care of initiating testing, so performing pharmacogenomic tests within community pharmacy-like settings, involved in discussing optimizing patient's care with other healthcare professionals by the use of advising on drug gene interactions and discussing other aspects of pharmacogenomics with healthcare professionals such as genetic counselors etc so it's a really exciting development for pharmacy and you know across all areas of pharmacy and not just pharmacists for potentially other uh, members of the pharmacy team to get involved in pharmacogenomics and really Uh, raise awareness and get a good understanding of pharmacogenomics to impact patient care in the very near future. Lots of people see it's very sci-fi and something's happening in the future but it really we do really need to act upon that on this now because things are developing quite quickly which is really exciting but really keen for everybody to get on board.
0: Yeah it's definitely a huge CPD topic I think and Uh, there's lots of resources available for pharmacists to look into on this.
1: What are the perceived risks of pharmacogenomics? The risks are that we're basically not going to be prepared for the implementation of pharmacogenomics. As I said, we need to ensure that all of the different aspects of implementation need to be addressed to ensure that patients receive the benefits of pharmacogenomics, but also that we're able to, as a profession, move forward and fulfil the roles of leadership within pharmacogenomics pharmacists and pharmacy technicians have a role not only to just provide pharmacogenomic testing and be involved in the use of the test results but we need to be leading on implementation and ensuring that we are at the forefront of implementing the tests across all three countries because all three countries are very much in a different position for where the developments within pharmacogenomics and everybody really needs to get up to speed and ensure that everybody is working together I believe across England, Scotland and Wales. So in
0: your role as advanced oncology pharmacist and as the RPS, what really
1: excites you about pharmacogenomics? Obviously, I was involved in the initial pilot project for implementing a pharmacogenomic test as an advanced oncology pharmacist. And that really sort of sparked my passion for involvement in genomics and pharmacogenomics. And I can see a clear role for pharmacists and pharmacy technicians in pharmacogenomics across all sectors. And I think, as I said, it's our place to really push the boundaries and ensure that we are there and as a profession involved at all levels of how pharmacogenomic testing is used. As we are the medicines expert on the front line and we should all be ensuring that we play a significant role And I felt really empowered in my involvement within the initial project that I was involved in, the role of pharmacies overlooked. And I think we need to shout about a pharmacy and and what we can do as healthcare professionals to make sure that we are considered and leading on our involvement.
0: So what made you choose pharmacogenomics? What really sparked your interest in it?
1: I just think it's really exciting and genomics in general is a rapidly developing field. I just really like the forward thinking approach to how things are going to unfold and all the different aspects of implementations all going to fit together and how we can drive things forward as a profession.
0: Are there any resources you could recommend for pharmacists who want to learn more about pharmacogenomics?
1: Yes, definitely. As part of the RPS pharmacogenomics programme, we've developed an RPS website for pharmacogenomics, which will be a good initial area where you can link in and gain an understanding of pharmacogenomics and how it may impact your sector of healthcare. Other items on the page will be around signposting to the position statement, to case studies which you can access the British Pharmacology Society and Royal College of Physicians and also other resources which are available by other organisations such as HEE and CPP, etc., We're also developing a pharmacogenomic awareness webinar series to gain an understanding of the different aspects of pharmacogenomics and how you can, you know, develop your understanding and move forward with pharmacogenomics and learn from other experts who are already involved in developing pharmacogenomics sort of services and and the use of pharmacogenomics in their practice.
0: So there's lots of opportunities to get involved and to learn more and Lots of people are doing their revalidation exercises. It seems that there's lots of places that they can go to look for pharmacogenomics information. Of course, pharmacogenomics forms an integral part of the RPS vision for pharmacy in England in collaboration with the King's Fund. So there's plenty of opportunities to get involved over the next few months with that vision work as well.
1: So I recommend that. That work is ongoing in Wales as well. So again, more opportunities to uh, link into the vision work.
0: And of course, pharmacogenomics forms an important part of Scotland's vision as well. So the RPS as a whole is really seeing pharmacogenomics as a priority. You've mentioned lots of ways for pharmacy teams to get involved online via the RPS website, Sophie. As we're moving back to face-to-face meetings, are there any opportunities to get
1: involved at
0: these in-person meetings?
1: Oh, definitely. So there's this, the RPS Science and Research Summit in June, which there'll be lots of discussions around pharmacogenomics. And obviously there'll be lots of um, key stakeholders from across the UK attending that event, as well as myself. I'd be really keen to, to meet you. And obviously that we can, touch base with other experts to gain their their knowledge and understanding and insight into within the, the separate talks that they'll be delivering. And also in November, there'll be the RPS annual conference, which again will be another opportunity to network with other colleagues obviously involved in genomics and potentially more opportunities to discuss further aspects of pharmacogenomics, which is important to our role within pharmacy. The webinar series that we are developing will hopefully lead into the RPS annual conference in November to hopefully produce more of a live discussion with pharmacogenomic experts. Um, So that should be a really exciting webinar to keep an eye out for.
0: Excellent. Lots of different ways to get involved. and Resources to use as CPD and revalidation exercises or just to update your learning. Um, definite dates for the diary with the rps science and research summit on friday the 24th of june which has a focus on precision medicine and digital health and of course the rps annual conference in november great learning and networking opportunities to come and of course the chance to meet and quiz sophie around pharmacogenomics sophie thanks so much for joining us
1: today Thank you for asking me to uh, come along to talk today.
0: Thank you for listening to the RPS Pharmacine podcast. If you know someone interesting from the world of pharmacy and beyond, please get in touch with the hashtag RPS Pharmacine on Twitter. See you next time. Mm-hmm.